0: I've been speaking to you on what I entitled Contending for the Supernatural. And I believe that this is a message the Lord put on my heart because we have to go to a whole new place of the supernatural power of God. We have seen the supernatural power of God in this place, in our personal lives and ministry. But I truly believe with all of my heart it is time to go deeper. And I've told you that the supernatural is not for casual seekers. It's not for those who do not want to have anything to do with the supernatural. It's not for those who come to church once in a blue moon. It's not for those who are not fervently seeking God. It's not for those who can pray. It is not for those who cannot take some time and fast and wait on the Lord. The Bible says those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The supernatural is not for casual, nonchalant seekers of God. The supernatural is available to those who are going to press into God and they're going to contend for the supernatural. To contend is to compete in order to win. And there are so many things stopping believers from operating supernaturally. There are so many things stopping believers from operating supernaturally. So many. And one of the things that stops believers from operating supernaturally is the lack of fervent prayer. The lack of fervent prayer. The Bible says in James chapter 5, it says, The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man. Availeth much. In the Amplified Classic, it says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much, makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Fervent praying is important. The Bible tells us there in the book of James that Elijah was a man like you and I prayed fervently that it would not rain for three years and six months, and it did not rain. He told Ahab in 1 Kings chapter 17, he says, As long as the Lord leaves, and according to my word, it shall not rain, and there shall not be two, for three years and six months, but according to my word. And the Bible tells us that he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain. Are you listening to me? Those that can't pray fervently cannot operate in the supernatural power of God. Because this is not available to those who can't pray. Those who come to church once in a while. Those who are not persistently seeking the face of God. The supernatural is available to those who would pray fervently. And when we talk about praying fervently, we're not just talking about coming to church and praying with the whole church, but spending quality time with God in your privacy. It is so important. Jesus said, when you pray, lock the door behind you, go into your closet and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret shall reward you openly. Can I tell you the reward that will come as a result of spending quality time in prayer? It is when you meet with a situation that nobody is able to deal with and you come in that situation but a power of God you shall deal with it and people shall be amazed and say what is it about you what is it about you is the fact that you spend quality time in the presence of God you built up the inner man you spend time praying in the Holy Ghost you spend time with the Lord and when you spend time with the Lord he equips you he empowers you your faith rises up and when you meet with a situation I tell you by God you shall run through a troop by God you Shall leap over a wall. The Bible says, Those that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do great exploits. Some people are not doing exploits. Forget about exploits. But it is time for the church to rise up. It is time for everyone in this place to rise up and begin to do great exploits in the name of Jesus. Can someone give him praise and glory in the house this morning? Come on. Hallelujah. The effectual. Servant, heartfelt, prayer of the righteous. The Bible tells the story of how Peter and John were threatened by the religious leaders of their time. They were told, do not preach in the name of Jesus because you fill the land with the name of Jesus. Don't preach in that name. The Bible says they went back to their company and they got together and they began to pray. And the Bible says as they prayed, the place was shaken. Have we got to the place where when we pray, the place is literally shaking. We've got to come to the place where when we gather together to pray, the place literally shakes. And when the place literally shakes, I tell you, demons run, devils run. Everything that's against the gospel will bow their knee to the name of Jesus Christ. We need effectual fervent People praying in this day and in this time. People that will lift up their voice in prayer. And when they pray, heaven will move. When they pray, the earth will move. When we pray, devils will obey and demons will bow. And the name of Jesus will be exalted above everything. Those that cannot spend quality time in prayer cannot operate in the supernatural. Are you listening to me? Lack of fervent prayer is the reason why many... Cannot operate in the supernatural. The number two reason is lack of faith. You can't operate in the supernatural if you lack faith. Hebrews 11.6, the Bible tells us, for Without faith it is impossible. Tell your neighbor it's impossible. Without faith it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must first believe that God exists. And that he is a rewarder. Of those that diligently seek Him. No faith, you can't operate in the supernatural. Are you listening to me? But how does faith come? By hearing, the Bible tells us, faith, so faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if you will have faith, then it means you must be a man. You must be a woman of the Word. You can't keep your Bible on the shelf and pick it up on Sunday morning and dust it and bring it to church. Some don't even come with Bibles anymore. Some have no Bibles. Even when we say open your Bible, they don't open nothing. It's time to begin to open your Bibles. Can someone say amen? It's time to begin to open your Bible. Do you know that statistics shows today that most churches don't read the Bible in the service? Oh, yeah. That most churches don't read the Bible in the service anymore. We've got to let the Word of God speak to God's people. We can't speak to them out of our heads. We can't speak to them our opinion. No, it's the Word that speaks. It is the Word that changes people. It is the Word that empowers people. It is the Word that sets people free. The Bible says He sent forth His Word. And His Word healed them and delivered them from all of their destruction. Thy Word have I hid in my heart, O God that I may not sin against thee. How can a man cleanse his way but by giving heed to thy word? Your faith would not work if the word is not in you. You've got to put the word in your heart and you've got to put the word on your lips. So faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you don't hear the word, then, then your faith is inoperative. Your faith is inactive. Your faith is not going to work. And when you meet with a situation and you want the supernatural to step in, the supernatural does not stop it, step in because you don't have the faith to activate the supernatural. Tell your neighbor you need the word. Need the word. Come on, say it like you mean it. You need the word. You need the word of God. Not man's idea. Not human philosophy. Can someone say amen? amen. Can someone say amen? amen? We've got to put emphasis on the word. We need the word. Because when we have the word, then we can operate in the supernatural. But if you're devoid of the word, you cannot operate in the supernatural. If you're devoid of the word, you don't even know what's available to you. And how can you walk in something you are clueless about? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. But how can you have faith when there is no word? The word brings faith. I said the word brings faith. Amen. And I want you to notice, faith cometh by a hearing. It does not say faith cometh because you heard. The word there, hearing, is a present continuous tense. Faith cometh by continuous hearing of the word. You heard the word last Sunday. But my question is, have you heard the word since last Sunday? Have you heard the word since last Sunday? Or you've been listening to the wrong music? No, listen. There are things that would negate your faith. All the the things you hear in the news. You've got to be careful what you're listening to. They can negate your faith. You see somebody today, they're hot on fire for Jesus. You see them a week later. It looks like someone had poured cold water on them. And you wonder what happens to you. The reason they are the way they are today is because they have allowed the news to negate their faith. They've allowed negative news to negate their faith. And can I tell you, most of the news that you hear are negative. Are you listening now? You've got to stay in the Word of God. Tell your neighbor, stay in the Word of God. Stay in the Word. Stay in the Word. word. If you would operate in the supernatural on a daily basis, you must stay in the Word of God. If you don't stay in the Word of God, you would lose it. Stay in the Word. Praise God. Stay in the Word. Contending for the supernatural, you must stay in the Word. We've got to contend because these things are to fight us and to stop us from, from operating in the supernatural. If we can't pray, if we don't stay in the Word, then the supernatural will fly out the window. Are you listening to me? The disciples of Jesus were dealing with, with a young boy who, who was tormented by evil spirits. And the Bible tells us that Jesus came down from the Mount of Transfiguration. And when he got down, uh, the the, the young man's father brought brought, brought his son to Jesus and said, I brought him to your disciples and they couldn't help me. Is that right? I brought my son to your disciples and they could not help me. And Jesus said, oh, faithless generation, bring the boy to me. Bring the boy to me. See, that's the kind of authority that we need to walk in, like Jesus walked in. Bring the boy to me. Bring the problem here. Can someone say amen? amen? And Jesus cast the spirit out of the boy. And the disciples came to him and said, Lord, why could we not set him free? Jesus said, because of your unbelief. Is that right? And Jesus went further to say, This kind does not leave except by praying and fasting. So there are some situations in life that are this kind. First, he said, Because of your lack of faith. And then second, is that because you're not fasting and praying? When people are... (laughs) Let me feel myself. And you feel yourself so well. And when you see the problem, you're so full of yourself, you're not full of God. Preaching good. Some of you are quiet on me, but I'm preaching the... (laughs) I'm telling you the right thing. This is, this is the Word of God. I'm telling you. You so fill yourself with food, and when you meet the problem, you're so full of yourself, and you're not full of God. See, I, I was raised up with these disciplines, spiritual disciplines, fasting, praying. And you come to the modern-day church in some places, they think it's not relevant. We don't have to fast. We just katala, brasa, talabo, show, pray in tongues and the thing will leave. But nowhere does the Bible tell you you deal with demons by praying in tongues. Praying in tongues is not used to deal with demons. Praying in tongues is your prayer language. You're talking to God, not demons. No, they're not coming out because you're praying in tongues. Praying in tongues does not cast demons out. Praying in tongues is used to commune with God. For he that prayeth in an unknown tongue speaketh not to men, but to God. How be it in the Spirit, he revealeth mysteries. So when we pray in tongues, we're speaking to God, not to demons. To cast out demons, you need authority. And you need to know that you have authority in Christ. For these signs shall follow those that believe in my name. They shall cast out demons. You've got to know that you can cast out demons. But you've got to also understand that there are different levels of demonic powers. I'm from Africa. (laughs) I hope you know that. You can see. There are different levels of demonic operation and power. And I tell people, we've told people many times that the demons that are here are the ones that couldn't make it in Africa. You see, so, but you have to understand that even though they couldn't make it in Africa and they came over here, that some people are still living under the bondage of these spirits that couldn't make it in Africa. You've got got to get so filled with the fire of God. You've got to be so full of God so that you can deal with everything that is coming against you in this land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You couldn't deal with that because you don't have faith. You couldn't deal with that because you've not been praying and fasting. When you meet with a problem, that's not when to go and fast. You should have been fasting before the problem came. Can someone say amen? You should have been praying before the problem showed up in the first place. So that when it comes, you don't say, wait, I'm coming. <laughs> let, me, let me go get ready. Give me two weeks. Give me two weeks to prepare. That's sad. You know, when someone comes and you can't help them, you say, give me two weeks. And you know, when you can't help them, then you start coming up with all kinds of excuses. Well, you know, it's not the will of God for you to be free today. You can come, <laughs> come again another day. No, 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 no. It is the will of God for this guy to be free right now. Amen. Right now, God wants to set him free. Right now, God wants to set her free. And I thought someone would say Amen. Come again tomorrow. I'm not ready now. No, we must be ready all the time. Always ready. Tell your neighbor, always ready. ready. Be ready at all time. Sometimes it's in the middle of my preaching and, and the Lord will say, pray for this person or pray for that person or pray for these people. I was preaching in a church uh, they had invited me to do their camp meeting for them, so I was there ministering, and I guess it was the second day, and I was just preaching on, I guess, preaching along the lines of the anointing, and the Lord stopped me in the middle of my message and said, pray for people that are addicted to tobacco. And I gave the call. In the middle of my message, I stopped my message. I said, okay, the Lord wants me to pray for those that are addicted to tobacco. You've been smoking, you can't stop. And we have several people. It's it's amazing how the enemy has people bound in church. With all kinds of crazy, tobacco, pornography, name it, all kinds of bondage that the enemy has people in. But if we don't have the power to set them free, they'll stay bound. Are you listening to me? A man showed up, he was, Front of me and I laid hands on him and I prayed and he fell out on the power of God, gets up. Next day he comes to me, he said, actually testifying the whole church. He said, He said, I've been smoking for the last 40 years. He said, He started smoking at the age of 16, 17. He said, For 40 years plus, he's been smoking cigarettes. He said, The desire was very strong. He said, But yesterday, when he prayed for me, from that moment till now. I don't have the desire to even touch cigarette. It left just like that. Left just like Some of you are jealous. You should be clapping your hands for the Lord. <laughs> Looks like if, if, you hear, if you hear a testimony of what God has done for someone, you should be excited and praise God. Because when you are excited for what God has done for someone, you'll be the next. They said for forty years plus I've been smoking. But since yesterday, it's all gone. No desire to smoke. No desire to smoke. You know how many of you know that people smoke a lot in this country? That's true. No, you travel to the country the nations, you realize that it seems like every nation has a demon. Oh yeah. Every nation has a demon that just binds those that are not free in Christ. And then you see people in church that are still bound by these things. And honestly, we were, we were conducting a camp meeting. In a camp meeting, people came with cigarettes. <laughs> We've had many cases like that. People will come with their pack of cigarettes in their pocket. Some people hide it in their socks. And there you begin to minister under the anointing, and you say, Those that are addicted to tobacco come. And they come up standing there, and Lord, set them free. In Jesus' name. Where is the cigarette? <laughs> They're bringing <laughs> they the pack of cigarette out of their socks. We've had that happen many times. And step on it now, step on that thing. You shall tread upon snakes and scorpions. And all, <laughs> and all the works of the devil, and none of them shall hurt you. So step on that cigarette. You should have authority over it in Jesus' name. Can someone say amen? Can someone say amen? amen. Someone say amen? amen. Everyone said the supernatural. supernatural. Very important. We have to. We have to contend. But Jesus said you couldn't deal with that because this kind Does not leave except by praying and fasting so you have to get ready to deal with these praise god one wednesday service ministering here and as i was laying hands for people as we did this morning a guy walked in for the very first time very first time this was about seven years ago very first time walked into this place and the lord said pray for him i prayed for him put my hand on him and he fell out another power And I put my hand on him. I basically heard the Lord say, put your hand on him and pray because he is addicted to to cigarettes. And right here, I just kept praying, just kept praying, just kept praying. And I heard the Lord say, he's free. Take your hands off. I took my hands off. I stood up and I said, when you get up, you'll never be the same again. I did not say cigarette because I did did not want to embarrass him in public. But I knew. But not because I perceived it in his breath, but because the Lord told me. You know, people have a way of covering the breath, right? Mint, yeah. They talk to you. You don't know they smoke cigarette. They brush well, put mint, come to church, talk to you, and look like, (laughs) ah. He got up, left the service that day, but kept coming to church. One year later, I called him up. I said, I want to hear from you. I prayed for you a year ago. The Lord said, You were addicted to cigarette. Have you smoked since then? Mm -hmm. He said, since the day you prayed for me, I lost the appetite for cigarette. Thank you. To God be the glory. But he said, he said, I smoked two packs every day. (laughs) Two packs every day, every single day. Smoke two packs. No wonder some people don't have any money. <laughs> if you smoke two packs of cigarettes every day, you, you don't don't be surprised that you can't pay your bills. <laughs> Hello. Hi. He guy walked into the office. Said he wanted to see me. And uh, I said, okay. So he sat down there, talked to me, and then opened up a subject that many do not like to talk about. Men in particular don't like to talk about this subject. He said, Pastor Godwell, I have a problem. I have a problem with pornography. He said it's very bad. He said it's very, very bad. He said, every night, I'm in pornography. Can you help me? You, know, you, you have to be very upset with the devil. Because people want to serve God. But the thief has come to steal and kill and destroy. And if you will let him come, he'll come. If you will open the door, he'll come and destroy your life. And so we get upset with the devil. That's why when I pray for people to be free, most of the time I don't pray quiet prayers. No, I shout. So why are you shouting? Because I'm angry. Who are you angry at? I'm angry at the devil. I'm upset. So see the devil wreak havoc in people's lives. I can't go home and sleep, put my head on my pillow, and behave as if everything is fine. When I know everything is not fine, even with people that come to church. Many sit here looking at me like everything is fine. But I know that everything is not fine with many. Many are hooked to all kinds of addiction. And you want me to sit and sleep? and relax. No, I do the fastings and I pray because I want to see God move through me to set people free from the bondage of the devil. Can someone say amen? He that sinned is from the beginning for the devil seen it from the beginning but for this reason the son of man was manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil Jesus came to destroy the works of Satan and he said the works that I do you shall do also and even greater works because I go to my father that is why he sent us the Holy Spirit he said it is expedient that I go away for if I go not away the spirit will not come to you but when I go I will send him and we know that he has sent the Holy Spirit For those of us that have received the Holy Spirit, we can do the same things that Jesus did. And the Bible says we shall even do greater. The church should not be a weak church. A believer should not be a weak believer. Everyone that is in this place and those watching by way of the internet should be so full of the fire of God to where you're crisscrossing this nation and you're going to the nations of the world and you're setting the captives free. And you can do it in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up, people of God, because God wants to use you in these last days. Can someone say amen? amen? The guy said, help me. I stood up from my seat. I came right behind him. Put my hand on his shoulders. And I prayed. Prayed. You have to break that thing. I'm not going to have you go to therapy. The therapy will be done right here. Right now, you're going to be free. Free! That's how to pray. Come out in Jesus' name. Don't do it. You know, some people don't know the authority that we have in Christ. That's why they plead with the devil. They beg the devil. They beg God too. Don't beg God. You have authority in the name of Jesus. You don't have to beg God. God, please come and help. No, no, no. God's not going to come and help. God's giving you all power. All power in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. And he gave the church the power to do the things that he did. And we have to operate in the power of God and see lives changed forever. Can someone say praise the Lord? Put my hand on the young man and broke the thing off. You can break it off. Tell your neighbor you can break it off. off. Oh, yeah. Today, God's going to break some of you free. Or should I say all of you free? No, not everyone has a problem in that area. But some do. And one one of the biggest problems is when you hide it. Addictions must never be hidden. Because in darkness is a power of evil. When it is in secret, the devil exercises authority over you. Why? Because secrecy is darkness. My Bible says in John chapter 1, when light shows up, darkness cannot comprehend it. When light shows up, darkness disappears. That's why I've told people, if you have a problem, come and talk. Come and talk. Come and talk. You're not talking because you just want to expose yourself. Some people don't talk until they are caught. That's when they, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And they finish a box of Kleenex. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't. <laughs> don't be caught before you talk. Talk so that you're not caught. And by the way, we're not about catching people. I told people I don't have this. I don't have the gift of suspicion, so I'm not going around him. Mm, <laughs> mm, 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 let me see. Wait, look in my eyes now. <laughs> see what you've been doing. That's not a gift. We do have the gift of discerning of spirits, and I see sometimes. I see that. (laughs) No, no, no. I tell you. I kid you not. I I will look at people, the Lord, to tell me what the problem is. I tell you. Sometimes I don't know what the problem is, but I know there is a problem. I look at people, and I know this guy is going to be trouble to this church. (laughs) I kid you not. Oh, yeah. I look at some people, and I know this guy is going to be trouble. I don't know what the problem is, but I can see that this guy is going to be trouble. And that's one of the best gifts that a pastor needs, a pastor of church, the of spirits. Because we know when it's a demonic spirit. We know when it's the flesh. We know when it's the Holy Spirit. We know when it's an angel. We know when it's a demon. We know. Sometimes you lay hands on people, and they fall. I know, no, no, nothing happened. Get up here. (laughs) You (laughs) You just fell down because everyone was falling. <laughs> it's not about falling down, it's about receiving. Tell your neighbor, it's not about falling down, it's about receiving. Good. Somebody, somebody one day looked behind. Is anyone there to catch me? <laughs> <laughs> My God, when you when you minister, you see a lot of things. You lay hands on people to pray and the guy look anybody there? Oh. So if somebody's there, you will fall. If somebody's not there, you will stand. <laughs> this happened, this was many years ago. People, Pastor Corey lined people up to pray for them. And uh, you know how the ushers sometimes they get in the way. Ushers, don't get in my way, okay? You're, you're called ministry of helps, not ministry of hindrance. Amen. So <laughs> this usher got in the way and, and mistakenly touched this guy. <laughs> and the guy thought it was Pastor Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy hit the carpet. He falls out. He it's it's it thinks it's on, I'm under the power of God. So he opens his eyes. Pastor Corey was not even there. <laughs> so he, and he saw the guy, the, the usher that touched him. And he looked at him. This is not Pastor. This is this is not Pastor Corey. So he gets back up again. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you coming to touch me? I'm expecting the anointed man of God, and you come to touch me. <laughs> ha ha ha. Some of you need to smile. Just smile. It's okay. Jesus is still on the throne. Smile. Smile, smile. Come on. Smile a little bit, especially those in the back. You're too serious. Smile. 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 (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Say ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Say ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Good. So ushers, don't get in my way. When I'm about to lay hands on people, please don't touch them. Remind me, what was my story? What was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bearer. My, I'm a, what was that? What's the story? About a guy a, like, the oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Give me five. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. ha. You should, you should have been writing this thing down. <laughs> so what was I talking about? The guy with the problem with pornography. Yeah, exactly. So many don't talk about this. They don't share it. They don't expose it. They don't expose any kind of addiction in their lives. And that's why the enemy has power over them. You've got to, you've got to break the power of the devil over your life. You can't run from meeting to meeting and expecting a man of God to set you free if you're not willing to come clean. You have to come clean. The Bible says, he that covers his sin will not prosper, but he that confesses and forsakes them shall obtain mercy. Confess your sin one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. No, there are things you just cannot hide. If you've been struggling and battling with this thing for, 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 for one year, for two years, for five years, for ten years, then you know you can't have victory over it. Then someone has to help you. My Bible says one would chase a thousand, two would chase ten thousand. Amen. So the man was, was honest and, and humble. Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and what? He'll exalt you. He resists the proud, but he gives grace. What is grace? Grace is it a cover-up for sin? No, grace is the empowerment, not the sin. See, that's what grace is. Today people think grace is, I'm gonna blow it and God will forgive me. I'll blow it, God forgive me. I'll blow it, go for me. Paul said, I did not frustrate the grace of God upon my life. Rather, I walked harder than all the apostles before me. What does grace do? Grace empowers you. I did not frustrate the grace. Rather, I walked harder. Why? Because grace empowers you to walk harder. Grace empowers you not to sin. It is not a cover for sin. Let me sin and God's grace is there. You know some people make excuse with excuse for sin. I'll do it and God will forgive me. Be careful. You might just cross a line you may never get back from. Don't cross that line. Hello? Prayed for the young man. He left the office, totally set free by the power of God. Got home. A few days later, I called him. And by the way, he doesn't even come to this church, so don't look around. Um. <laughs> when you're talking about self stuff, people think, is it my neighbor? <laughs> is it the person sitting beside me? The guy does not come here. He has never been to this church. Amen. Praise God. Called him a few days later, and I said, hey, what's happening? How are you doing? He said, Pastor God, well, you don't understand. You don't understand. I was so bound. He said, I was so bound. No night, no night passes by. No night passes by. Without my involvement in this. He said, but since I left the office. I just feel free. It's gone. It has left me. It is not there anymore. The Bible says, whom the son sets free. Ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. That's why I can stand up here and ha, 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 ha. I can laugh because I know what God's made available to us. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. (laughs) The truth shall make you free. Jesus is the truth. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. This truth sets you free. This truth makes you free. You can't be bound when Jesus has set you free. You know the song? I cannot be bound for Jesus has set me free. When he set you free, you cannot be bound. Are you listening to me? Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said, praise the Lord. Mm. Fervent prayer. A lack of it means you're devoid of the supernatural. Faith. A lack of it, you're devoid of the supernatural. And the third thing I'm going to give to you, and I'll finish with this. One of the things that would stop you from operating in the supernatural is religious traditions. Religious traditions. The Bible says in Mark 7:13, it says, Making the Word of God of no effect through your tradition. Making the Word of God of no effect through your tradition. Go with me to the book of John chapter 9, and I'm going to read... From verse 1, it's a long read, but I'm going to read from verse 1 to 34. Let's see how far we can go today on this, and I'll finish with this. The Gospel of John chapter 9 from verse 31. It's important that we get rid of every religious tradition. Every religious tradition needs to go. Every religious tradition must go. John chapter 9. If you have found it, say, Amen. Verse 1, he says, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents that he was born blind? That's where the problem comes a lot of times. Your faith will be stopped when you try to know details sometimes. You ask a lot of questions and it rubs your faith. Why this and why that? did this, and who did that. And that's exactly what the disciples were trying to find out. A lot of times when you know too much, you blame people. Did you hear me? Can I tell you, everyone has a history. Everyone here has a story. None of you came from a perfect life. Everyone has a story, but I really don't care about the story. The story might be a messed up story, but I have a good story for you. Amen. God has a plan. so the thoughts I think toward you are thoughts of peace, not of evil to give you a future and a hope. God has a great, God has a great plan for your life. Amen. Can someone say amen? Amen. That the parents sin. Well, don't bother about that. Jesus answered, Neither hath the man sinned, nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must walk the works of him that has sent me, while it is day, the night cometh, when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground, and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with, his, with the clay. Now, look at what Jesus did. This blind man came to Jesus, and Jesus spits in the ground, and he makes clay with the spit. Look at me. That is not a, the conventional way of doing ministry. But if you are religious, you'll judge Jesus. And that's what's happening today. Many are judged because you're operating in the supernatural. Have you noticed that the religious church will fight you if you're operating in the power of God? That is not God. That is the devil. God does nothing. Only the devil has power. Anything supernatural is attributed to Satan. Some people have more faith in the devil than they have in God. People come around this place... What is this joy about, ha, 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 people are laughing in church? So you would rather we cry? Huh? You want to come to church and see everyone cry? Is that what you want? No, 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 we're not going to cry, we're going to rejoice. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And people come around and say, that's of the devil, that's not God. God cannot make people laugh. No, God can make people laugh. Come on now, who told you you know God that much? God cannot make people laugh. No, God can make people laugh. Amen. I'm a father. Sometimes I, I, my daughter and I we would play, and you know, we tickle. You tickle. If you're ticklish, you'll be, ha 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 ha. You know? I believe God does that to us. You see, He's doing that to them now. Tickle, tickle. <laughs> Come on. Religion is evil. Traditions of men is evil. God does, does not do that. This church is just laugh, 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 laugh. And I said on Wednesday, you know, people think if you cry, is holy. Laugh, la- laughter is unholy. Crying is holy. You come to a church and everyone is crying. They say, wow, such a holy place. <laughs> I came from a place uh, Every communion As far as I, under, I, I remembered Every communion service people cried Every communion be- but, be- but it was because of the song the pastor was singing <laughs> <laughs> The pastor was singing about Calvary 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 I'll never forget Calvary 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 I will never forget Calvary people are going to cry if you keep singing Calvary 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 Calvary. of course if you keep reminding us of Calvary Jesus died on Calvary they nailed his hands. we know that but on the third day he rose again he is no more in the grave he is risen and Jesus is sitting on the throne today come on now but if you keep telling us about cover recovery cover, recovery, we will cry. But if you tell us that, yes, he was nailed in Calvary, but he was brought down and he was put in the tomb. On the third day, he rose again. And the Bible says he has ascended to heaven and is sitting at the right hand of the Father in glory. And my Bible says, I have also been lifted up to sit with him in heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might and dominion, above every name, above every title, not only in this world, but also in the world which is to come. And he has put all things on under my feet. Can someone say amen? Amen. Tell me about the resurrected Christ. Tell me about my position in him today. But if you keep talking about Calvary, Calvary, I'll never forget Calvary. Everyone will cry. So I looked around. People were crying. Calvary. Because the man is singing, Calvary. 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 I'll never forget Calvary. That's why everyone was crying. And people, you walk to you, wow, what a holy place. But then you come to a place where there is joy. They say, ah, what what kind of church is this? Somebody came here the first time many years ago. We finished the service. He said to me, Pastor Corey really preaches, but why were people laughing? He said, the presence of God is in the church. Why were people laughing? I said, you know, just walk the mat. It's simple. One plus one is two. If the presence of God is in the place and people are laughing and Pastor Corey is preaching the word, then it means that it is the presence of God and the word that is causing them to laugh. No, they want to separate joy from the presence and the word. It doesn't work. I don't understand. I mean, I, my brain works easily. I'm not complicated in my head. When I walked into this place the first time and I saw people laughing and I felt the presence of God, I knew it's God. I mean, you just know this is God. This, can, this could not be that God and the devil walking together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, The Word of God is coming forth and the presence of God is in the house and then the devil is making people laugh. Is anybody in the house still? Yes. Praise God. Amen. Jesus Jesus operated in such a way where if he was alive today, if he was in church today, if Jesus was the pastor of this church, some people would still be offended with him. They bring him a blind man, and guess what? He did not say, open. He, It took a while and got out the spittle. Because you and I know you can make... See, people are getting offended already. (laughs) You and I know you can make... You cannot mix clay with... Look at me. It won't work. You need enough. Yeah? You need enough. And then you pour it on the ground, and you lay, Look, don't get religious now. You see, that's the problem. Religion. Religion. That shouldn't happen. That's not right. If I spat on somebody right now, people will get offended with me. But Jesus did. He spat in the ground, and he made clay with his hand. The spittle and the clay mixed it. Mixed them. Mixed. Jesus. Very unconventional. And he took, he took the clay and the spittle, and Put it on the eyes of the man. The man was blind and clean. Now the man is is blind and dirty. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesus said to him, Go and wash. Go and wash in the pool of Siloam. So guess the man is on the way now. (laughs) People who saw him... People who saw him like an hour ago, I begin to wonder. When I first saw you, you were blind and clean. What's up with you? (laughs) What's all this mud on your eyes now? One man said to me, go wash. He put clay, put it on my eyes and said, go wash. So he goes, he washed, and the Bible says he came back what? Seeing And guess what happened as a result of that? Religious people got upset. They said, who did this to you? He said, I don't know him, but the man who did this to me said, I should go wash in the pool of Siloam. And I went washed and I came back saying, they said, no, that man is of the devil. That couldn't be God. That couldn't be God. God will not do that. You know what? The blind man said to them, well, uh, I've never heard that God uses sinners. If this man is a sinner, I don't think God will use him. And religious religious leaders got upset when they said, are you going to try to teach us now? Who do you think you are? Get out of this place. (laughs) So, (laughs) he said to them, "Uh, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But one thing I know, I was blind, now I see. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. Religion will stop The Religion will fight you from operating in in, in the things of God. So, get rid of every religious thing out of your life. Praise God. All the traditions of men... All the things you learned before you came here, we're going to teach you so that you unlearn those things. Amen. Amen. I never thought you could walk on the street and talk to God. Now I know. Praise God. I said amen. Is this helping anybody?